0: As I could. Okay, welcome everybody. This is uh, another edition of Modern Day Thrive. I'm Dean Baker and uh, with me today is Gene Culver. Hi, Gene. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, I am doing well. It's a, it's a great Monday. We had a great weekend. Got a lot done this weekend. Absolutely. And yep. uh, how was your weekend? It was fantastic,
1: man. Yeah. So we got Monday here. We got to get rolling. Get yeah. People yeah, on the move, get him making some
0: money. So, um uh oh, also with me is uh George. Uh let me just pop over to George here. Hey George, how you doing today? Hello. How is everyone tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, you're at work, I see. I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you great. I hear you great. Uh, so, uh yeah, I I know I, I might lose you here and there, you know, if you yeah, still got work sorry. to do, but no, that's fine. Just uh Uh, we just kicking off the show here and uh, I'm going to probably lose you from the webcast or just hang tight. Um, We're going to go over to um, the reason why we're calling this, hang on, there it is, Modern Day Thrive. We've been calling this Modern Day Survival and Modern Day Survival, although great, I, I think it sets too many limitations for us. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's one thing you can do, which is survive, right? But uh, you wake up in the morning, you survive. Yeah. Right? You survive the night and, before. And,
0: and I think we we all naturally, if we're alive, we're surviving, right? Yeah, you survive the COVID or you, you know, survive the quarantine. Surviving economic failures, right. Uh, right. surviving just whatever is going on out in the world, you uh, you know, but we want to do more than that. We want people to thrive, and yeah. which is why, um, just since last week, we decided, you know, let's just kind of let's just kind of bring a more positive note to this, Absolutely. and and let's just kind of bury that word survival. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> granted, we're all born with that ability to survive. So right. now, we, wanna now we want to thrive. Uh, now we want to increase things. Uh, now, go back to the graphic there, Carlos. Thank you. And uh, what's the show about? You know, starting business, finding opportunity, side hustle, investing in yourself, work smart, uh, and, of course, save money. You know? And so can we, for just a moment, yeah. let
1: everyone know that that is not the final logo. We've put out a logo competition. Oh, no, yeah, and yeah. We want to see what people think, and, and so we've got some logos that are coming in, and we're going to figure out which logo we're going to go with.
0: You know, I, I've been a graphics guy for couple of decades and uh so when i just said oh i can't use that other logo anymore so let's (laughs) kind of throw something together and so this is what i came up with and of course uh uh beyond this part now now we've got a a a really great positive direction to the show uh then then of course you know our players you know hosted by me dean baker gene culver jade kimmeth and george weber now jade I'm waiting for her to uh, for join us on zoom and uh, and uh, basically come back to me in the studio Carlos Carlos is our director he's our technical director uh, in this in the main control room he's the one pushing all the buttons and uh, I am gonna pop up George again here uh, I think you can go back to the zoom yes you're there now it's great so hey George just uh. Just uh, checking in with you again. Um, tell me a little bit about what you might have time for us today. See, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I think what I wanted to add to you know, because we've been talking about side hustles, you know, and, and, and hopefully the, the listeners are kind of putting together, you know, what, what the final goal is. But it's, it's all about, you know, bringing in the extra income and then, of course, what do you doing with the income? Right. Um, pretty much. I mean, from from my standpoint alone, of course, everybody's different. You know, everything I bring bring in extra is, you know, something I consistently apply towards my current debts. It's, you know, from my standpoint, my goal is to get out of debt. So. Right. But you're not really. I mean, you know, when you and I have always spoken about this kind of thing, side, your side, your version of side hustle. It's it's bringing in income wherever you can possibly squeeze in income. You know, finding new things and then being smart about what you do with that money. Paying down your, paying down your debts. Paying down, you know, and and then possibly, being more lucrative with your, you know, with these newfound monies. So. um you know, I, I like that. Um, I just uh, just kind of hold on. Now I'm going to throw it over to Gene. Uh-oh. Gene, what do you want to talk to us about today? So I want to talk to you about specific side
1: hustles. And so uh, the last time we were on, we were talking about the different streams of income that you can generate. Um, and I asked the question, time here, how many would you like to have, you know, a dollar or ten dimes? And so people would say, you know, i have rather have a dollar. I don't want to carry all that loose change. But the truth is you'd probably rather have – 10 dimes, because if you lose a dime, you can go back and get that um, that dime using the other 90 cents. And so today I want to talk to you about the different freelance networks that are out there and how you can use those to generate money.
0: Okay. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, one second. I'm going to see if I can give George a little bit more juice. And I, I've had I of those, uh, the, networks I
1: where uh, I was a part of that network and I generated a lot of money and the freelance network and you basically wanna get a little, a little closer because oh, we're talking about you know money talking yeah. about. I want
0: to make sure, you know yeah I, you hear him a little bit george you hear him better i can hear you let me hear him talk
1: yeah so uh so but at any of that started talking more about you know how i was in those well, networks and how i was actually able to make money part-time never leaving the house to be honest with you um and i think with everyone going through the the, the quarantine yeah uh is it like 30 million people lost their jobs uh, that's that's just changed uh, the landscape for a lot of people, and so here's an opportunity to generate some part-time income. So I'm going to share with you how I did it, and there's two sides to it.
0: You no, know, we got to be smart with the money we spend these days. We we just can't be careless, you know, with our investments. We can't be careless with our. With our, our savings, we mm-hmm. we we've got to be smart about what we do, right. how we do it, and uh, where that money goes. So right. so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and and I'll go to me. Uh, my what I was uh, I talked last week about um, about bringing a startup business to light. And then after we finished the webcast, I decided, you know, it would be kind of interesting to take my company, company I, I started 25 plus years ago, um, uh, maybe 20, yeah, right around there, um, 25 plus years ago, um, and see if the same principles, what I put into that company, see if that still applies today. It'd be nice to see the comparison, you know, a company that was formed in the, in the mid, late 90s to today. So um, I, I think probably what I'll do is I'll just get started first. There you go. And uh, also, anybody uh, on Facebook chatting away, I'm not sure if you're monitoring, yeah. So if anybody's out on Facebook, please like and share uh, this webcast and uh, give us a reason to come back again next week. Um, not that we'll need one, but uh, it always helps, right? <laughs> we're coming back anyway. Yeah, we're now. coming back anyways. You can't get rid of me, you know. So, um, so if you go to my uh, my, oh wait, a minute. I have to no. Sorry, George, leaving you. Go back to me for a second, Carlos. Thank you. Yeah, we're 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 trying something new here, so bear with us a second. Um, okay, so here we have uh, post startup. Uh, established 1997 in Orlando, uh, started operating as a sole proprietor as DBA PostFX Video. So let me ask you a question right there. Yeah.
1: What n- made you name it that name at that time and would you have named it something different given the 25 year expand now?
0: Well, uh, you know, it was a more of a play, on, for me at the time it was a play on words, PostFX. Uh, post-production, special effects, uh, it, it's done very well for me. Although, knowing now, all right, the biggest problem, <laughs> I, mean, I this is something I wasn't thinking about, but you know what? For 25 years, when I answer the phone, probably one out of every 30 phone calls, someone's asking for the post office. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So, so... Stamps! yeah so so post office you know post effects post office so people are di- dialing uh 411 right for a phone number uh-huh. and they say post office and post yeah, effects post comes office. up yeah. so they call me and then they ask me you know how much a letter would be to, to you know how much a package would be to ship to Topeka you know and I go I start messing with them you know so I saw so I, I go you know uh, how, how much does it weigh and and that'd be four nine. no and then after about a minute I let them off the hook and I said look I'm not the post office right, right. I'm a video production company and, but you and can then deliver and, and you know what are, you know what the person's next question is well do you have their number? <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that that alone I probably could have saved myself about 200 phone calls, right. Over the last <laughs> so many decades that would I have done that? Probably yes. I would have rethought. Yes, I would have I yeah. would have changed my my um, you know, I would have changed it a little bit. But 25 so. years later, have you thought at all considered a rebrand, a new name?
1: Uh, Digital Post Effects. <laughs>
0: Well, I kind of did this past year with okay. doing the streaming. The, the PFX media yeah. has been a really nice, interesting kind of look. It, it allowed me to have a little fun with it. And, you know, every few years I re-logo. I rebrand anyways. Sure, or, sure. I don't know, say every few. Every couple, every decade I probably rebranded, you know, with a new look, a sharper right. anything. So So... Okay. Um, so now okay so let's go back to it yes i did a dba and we'll talk about doing a sole proprietor Mm -hmm. later so if you go back to my logo here we go uh obviously to do a startup first thing i did was i a i needed to get a bank account you know a business Mm -hmm. bank account you know that was the thing i needed to have checks i needed to have which we don't really use checks anymore so i needed a, a bank account and uh and you go down the list of the things you need. Well, you got to start out with uh, applying for a fictitious name. You need to apply for an occupational license. You can stay right here on the graphic, and I'm just going to slide through a couple of these things here. Um, opened a bank account, DBA, me doing business as, which is what DBA means for those of you who don't know. Um, and uh, boom, have a bank account. Now I needed a location, rented a small office space, Something affordable, um, as well as a decent location. How you doing there, George? <laughs> have you always been here? Uh, I have been in this building for pretty much the entire time. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember I, I for a brief time, I rented an office down by Universal Studios, mm-hmm. um, just a small little office out of somebody else's groups of offices, and... It was just a place for me to edit. You know, I had a a little editing system, and I um, was able to bring customers in.
1: How were you gathering customers? What did you do?
0: Well, uh, I started doing this in Orlando in 1990. So I spent about four or five years freelancing. Had another business before that with a partner, and then... You know, and that's a whole nother story. Sure. But ha- being in with partners, sometimes it doesn't always work out, you hey. know, or you go in different directions yeah. and, yeah. you know, it makes it, it, it doesn't make it that complicated. Okay. So, uh, so I managed to, in five years, collect some repeatable business. Nice. And, uh, and at the time, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I was growing, growing pretty well up until like 9-11 which that's another story anyway so um, I rented a small office space I've been in this building for over 20 years Um, yeah it's been quite a ride Um, and then of course you get the office phone number and a fax line and a credit card machine guys keep in mind this is 1997 this stuff is happening so people don't really get office phones small businesses usually work off of cell phones fax lines yes there are things you know people could send papers through a phone line that's what a fax line is for those of you who don't know it's uh it's uh you know some of that old technology it's still being used today but so um so kind of went through all these things and then then some more important things kind of popped up other than picking a name for yourself and uh and opening bank accounts you know i wanted to you know i thought you know you might ask is that all there is to a startup no that's barely you're scratching the beginning here um uh the next time was to to go ahead you can do it you can do it i know you're yeah, yeah, you know yeah, every yeah, little scratch in this room yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> makes noise so we're working on that so, so you so. had
1: to move to the next level for start for the you start know, for,
0: for me it was learning to protect your investment you're putting money into equipment you know you're putting money into cameras and right and that's not a cheap thing um mm-hmm. so yeah. for me protecting my investment um insurance you know especially if you're a sole proprietor uh you want to protect what you have and you don't want to expose your personal name to any kind of issues in case you ever get sued so insurance is great liability uh equipment insurance uh anytime you're spending a, a serious amount of money on gear computers whatnot, especially in florida with the You know, the weather the way it is. Hurricanes. You can say hurricane. Yeah. It's hurricane (laughs) seasons. You know, uh, and they're they're upon us again. So you got to have insurance for so many reasons. So let me
1: ask you a question there. So, you know, when it comes to insurance and your equipment, did you have to list all of your equipment? Oh, yeah. Okay. So then as equipment became obsolete or outdated, what did you do? Did you – Well, you know – Some of it's not worth insuring – this point well right
0: right and uh and but you gotta imagine that when a camera becomes obsolete i'm pretty sure another camera is taking its place gotcha you know otherwise you know yeah you're right um you gotta you gotta keep it's a constant investment you know it's like a computer is a constant investment it's good for what three four years before it becomes pretty obsolete which Mm. means whether you're Mac or PC, uh, Windows becomes very difficult to run on a five-year-old computer if you yeah. keep with the updates and all that. And right. I'm sure Mac is the same way as well. There are people you can stretch a computer out for seven, eight, nine, ten it years. It depends
1: on how much you use it. Sure. It really depends yeah, on what, what you you're using
0: it. it for. But if you live on that computer, if you're, doing mu- if you're in the music business, if mm-hmm. you're in the video business, if you're doing 3D graphics animation, you just gotta have something, you know, respectable. So insurance, uh, protecting your gear, and yeah, that's gonna be something you're gonna be settled with for for a long time if you wanna stay in business, have longevity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alarm systems, camera systems, you know, you wanna know you're protecting your investment, not just from lawsuits, but you're protecting it from those who wish they had your gear. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Excellent. You know, so
0: yeah. uh, alarm systems, camera systems, you know, you want to protect what you've got. So uh, now, you know, uh, you know, a, a business major might say, well, why don't you go LLC versus because that does have some inherent protections for a bit for a small business. Uh, at the time, I I thought, you know, sole proprietor that, you know, I don't have partners, so I don't I, I I'm very Uh, streamlined I don't have to worry about corporate stock certificates things like that and basically I decided sole proprietor because a I could always change it Um, and B I didn't have a whole lot of I you know I didn't think that there would be I wasn't about to get a partner you know which you definitely want to be probably an LLC if you have a business partner because again, you you, you also look at it as what's your risk? How do you how do you um, you know when you're when you're an LLC, you're under that corporate blanket, you know, which protects you from certain risk. I mean, somebody can't go after your personal life, right? Um, but really, it's about the insurance anyways. It's right. about the money. But, I
1: mean, for those that don't know, like the, the LLC is sort of like having your own um, twin that does something terrible, something bad happens, and you can simply blame it on them.
0: And walk away. And walk away. And walk, yeah, away. And, walk yeah. away. and people do that every
1: day so oh yeah like in yeah. the music industry when artists are traveling around the country uh, you take a number of years ago in places like London where there was a shooting unfortunately yeah. things happen stages sometimes collapse there's accidents right oh, who yeah. are they gonna sue they don't want they put all of their assets in different LLCs right some of them have a hundred different LLCs
0: yeah yeah To and, protect and, their assets and even still mm-hmm. an LLC it's still probably need especially if you're a traveling music group you're still going to need liability insurance sure absolutely you know you're going to need all kinds of protection because again you can be blamed for anything these days Uh, absolutely you still have to fall within that and when
1: you you understand why the titanic sunk right? It's because the way the Titanic was built, it was just a ship that when it hit the iceberg, the water just flooded in and it sunk the whole bottom. But today's ships are built where there's a wall. And so if you hit that section, the water will flood that little section, but it doesn't flood the next one. And then there's like walls that go all the way through the ship. So LLCs function a lot like that. They protect each one. So, okay, fine. you you, We had a problem at the concert. Okay, great. But you can't go after my royalties. You can't go after my... And Uh, that's that's the purpose of of having those
0: absolutely yeah. so uh basically the next thing on the list was the well i, I already mentioned this before uh start taking credit cards you know uh, that's gotten a lot easier these days i'm not you know back in the day we we're investing yes. in equipment you know the card machines and mm-hmm. you know people are still doing that but it's getting a lot easier with your cell phone and uh and a little uh a little swiper here it, yes uh, you know, it, it, it's getting a lot easier to take credit cards, not, not just people are just sending money through Cash App and PayPal and whatnot. So right. I thought it was kind of neat. Um, and, uh, and, of course, you know, this thing, uh, you know, as I'm doing my, my research for this little project of mine, this wasn't available back in 97, sba.gov small business administration. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's association. Association, small, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, .gov. It's a great resource for um, uh, just anything and everything small business. You can actually go through, you can, um, you can get all your, let's see, I've got it here on my page. Uh, sorry for the delay here. But, you know, from planning your business to launching your business to, to, to managing your business, to growing your business, SBA, and then of course, even in a pandemic, the SBA can step in and help your situation. So right. um, this is this is a really great thing. We didn't have this back yeah. in '97. We had the library, and you know, and maybe some books called "Small Business for Dummies" or something like that. Right. Um, you know, we didn't have things like SBA.gov back yeah. in 97 you know internet is still trying to find its way through mm-hmm. so um, and it is administration by the way administration yeah. yeah so um you know and and also within this and uh i'll see if i can drop it over onto here i found i found on sba.gov and if you go to this uh sba.gov has got a, it's a great interface lots of things kind of to to help you plan your business um and uh one thing I found was a really neat startup. Come on. Come on. Okay, so uh, I found this really neat startup worksheet, you know, where you can actually uh, punch in what you think your budget is to what your actual costs are and then kind of go up and down the list. Now, I did this for my company. I can't show this to you because... Well, I did all the work and then didn't. It didn't save it properly, so I punched it in. And post effects in 1997 versus 2020, mm-hmm. not very different. Hmm. Okay, I spent a lot more on gear, on cameras. Cameras were more expensive, mm-hmm. and uh, I. <laughs> hey George, I'm gonna mute you for a little bit. Well, you know, so you're talking about that side of it, the camera side. Yeah.
1: I mean, today you literally have great cameras, 4K cameras oh, yeah. built right into yeah. your cell phone,
0: and and yes, you can. Um, it, it's just when you're when you're starting, a lot of a lot of like uh, young people getting out of film school, you know, they're not mm-hmm. buying red cameras and they're not buying right. the, the really expensive stuff, but there a lot of them are having cameras that can absolutely do just about anything yeah. uh, they need to do, and um, so. When I was comparing my 97 budget and actual to my 2020, um, really not that different. Not that different. It it might have been a couple of thousand dollars difference, but you would think it would have been a lot greater after 20 some odd years. All right. Let me ask you a question
1: then. Back in 1997, what was your main advertising medium?
0: Ooh, the phone book dun 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 (laughs) yes like the big the the, the big phone (laughs) book the big (laughs) yellow phone book um i would uh i i would actually much like all the lawyers and all the you know i i invested in the phone book once i had the number they'd come and see me every year And want me to sign up for the year. And uh, that phone book would cost me about $100 a month. Mm. Sometimes two really depends on how aggressive I did with it. And it paid very well. It actually did very well. Up until, and I can tell you the year, 2007. 2007 is the giant silence that the phone book companies experienced in whether or not their product was really viable anymore. Do they still have a phone book today? Yes. Uh, most of the time it hits the curb in front of your house yep. and might go from the curb right to the trash. Mine is circular filed
1: every time I get it.
0: You know, yeah. you know, the phone book was great in its day, um, but, you know, it, it ceased to produce for me in 2007. Why? Because they called me, and by, like, May... Of 2007 I'd get the phone call from the phone company saying time to re-up for next year and I'm going huh maybe I don't I don't think I'm gonna do that because I had to look back it that that year the last five six months and went you know, you didn't do anything for me this year, so I guess you're done. Yeah, they knew their time was... They knew they yeah, were on borrowed time.
1: So, okay, so that line item, did you shift it to, into different marketing, like online or digital marketing?
0: I was early with my website, getting my domain. I was, I was early. I wanted it. I knew it was coming. I mm-hmm. got in. I can't remember the year I did it, but I started building my website and... For a long time, I was page one. You know, as early as when Google was, sure. do, you know, yeah. uh, there were doing ten it, people on there that, at that time. Yeah, but I was still, <laughs> I was still. You know, I managed to get paid before they changed their algorithms and yeah. and uh, made it really complicated. I was, uh, I was at the t- by then I had built enough client base. I don't want to say enough, but I had built a decent amount of client base by 2007 that I could figure things out differently, which means, oh, uh, you know, phone book advertising? No. Let's, um, you know, but at the time there weren't a lot of, in in 2007, I didn't see a lot of positive advertising responses on the web, on the internet. I wasn't, in 2007, I didn't, I couldn't couldn't take that money, that $100 a month I was spending on the phone book, and move it over onto the web. Okay, gotcha. I just didn't see it, you know. Or maybe they couldn't explain it to me. Were there people doing it? Yes. But at the time, didn't see, you know. And this gets into what we do nowadays. Yes. You know, how we build business nowadays. And uh, I'm not sure which I'm at. Am I... You know, am I on the laptop or am I on the PowerPoint? Okay, so uh, the next thing obviously was, you know, after after getting you know protecting my investment, now it's how do I get business and uh, and you know, unfortunately, I think my time is up. I've been talking, I've been dominating this conversation a lot. you doing good? So yeah. I, you know, um, I think I think my time is up, but. Things I'm going to go over next week, you know, uh, it's going to, you know, it'll be time to get to work, to get some work, to go after business. And we can talk about, you know, I've already talked about what I did before, uh, you know, but we can talk about what we should be doing now, you know, social media advertising. Um, it's getting more and more uh, friendly, you know, targeted audiences. Um and retargeting and retargeting and you know for a long time it was collecting email addresses and you know email blasting and of course the the word spam (coughs) grew out of all that and and then there was a lot more um, I don't want to say regulations maybe Mm -hmm. maybe there's more regulations about spamming you know, um, now than there was 10 years ago. So, Uh, but we can talk more about that in in the next episode. And I'm gonna stop talking about post effects because you're probably all sick of it on the world, out in the world. And and now we're gonna go over to Gene. Yeah, let's talk. Let's
1: talk. (laughs) Tell me, Gene. So I think one of the things that, you know, I promised to talk to everyone about is the online revenue stream. And so one of the things you were talking about in the very beginning was how you had to go through finding a location and you had to mm-hmm. rent office space. Mm-hmm. And now, and people are discovering that working from home is viable. Um, to be able to work from home is a pretty cool thing, you know, yeah. for a lot of people. And some of the companies are allowing their employees to now work from home. They're oh, saying it's a big push. yeah, they're saying. Yeah. It worked. I hate
0: it, just so you know. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny. I do it's... not like working from home. But, George,
1: you know what it is for some people? It's a lot like that fly on the screen door. There's always one on the outside trying to get you know, in, and there's one on the inside trying to get out, right, so, yeah, yeah, so be careful. I'm trying to
0: get out. Yeah,
1: you're trying to get out, right, and so everyone has to go, and particularly those that live up north where it can get to 15 degrees below. Mind the laptop (laughs) Carlos. And they have to get somewhere. Those guys are looking to um, stay at home and work from home, but then if you have screaming kids and family that's getting on your nerves, you want to get out, you know, you want to get out the door, so. Um, But so one of the things that I discovered was there are a number of different networks that you can work through when it comes to uh, generating revenue. So one of them that I was heavily leveraged into for a long time was a company called Elance. And then Elance merged with another company and they ultimately became uh, Upwork. Okay. And to me, it was sort of a race to the bottom because everyone that was on there was like, oh, I'll do that for 50 bucks. I'll do that for five bucks. And... You know, that kind of thing. Whatever it is that you were into. But for me, I was heavily leveraged into the web development side of things. I um, had a web development company. I sold it. I had a web uh, domain registration company. I sold that. Really? I had a website builder company and yep. hosting, and I sold that. Um, so what, what were some of the reasons why you sold? Um, I think that well, for me, for the site builder, yep. um, it just it, it just started to get dated. Yeah. And um, it, and I saw the writing on the wall for things like uh, Shopify. Mm-hmm. And I remember having conversations with the company. And I said, we really need to start to create applications that tie into the site building system and the tech team wasn't really interested in building something like that so, so I saw we were so app now. driven
0: app driven Absolutely. business has definitely been yeah growing whereas website i you know i, I never hear of people <coughs> spending a lot of money on i i used to hear 10 10 15 years ago someone said yeah I spent thirty thousand dollars on my website and I'm not right. sure that happens anymore
1: so that can still happen yeah. um, today a lot of the applications are built in for the things that you want to do uh, but if you truly want your website to do some of the things that you're seeing you're not going to, it's not going to come out of a box you're going to get like take for example WordPress WordPress mm-hmm. is a great platform yeah um, but WordPress allows you to install different plugins sort of like an app to an iPhone mm-hmm. so with that being the case you know, you you have just about any plugin that goes in there, and sometimes those plugins are not compatible.
0: Mm.
1: Right. So that's the nerdy, geeky side that uh, that I am. But the other side is, you know, obviously marketing. So, um, so I was really good at bringing in clients, really good at finding new customers through through Upwork, and I did pretty well. The side hustle was somewhere around forty, fifty thousand dollars a year.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Part time. Uh, and Upwork. Upwork, that was an MLM, correct? No, so Upwork no. was just simply a freelance network. And oh. so the
1: reason why freelance networks became so popular is because, you know, naturally businesses who were looking to hire individuals to not put them on their payroll, but they needed to get work done, they needed to go somewhere and find someone that was qualified, who had great feedback, who could do it. So the web kind of opened that up. It's like a dating service. Um, but what happens in this scenario is they'll post the job that they're looking for, Mm-hmm. And then all of the freelancers get to go in and t- and put their proposal in, and then when they when they interview them, after they select one, they can decide which one they're going to uh, put a put which one they're going to hire, and then they put the money in escrow. Okay. So the beautiful thing about money sitting there in escrow, and the ugly thing about money sitting there in escrow, is that you as the freelancer you you have to go to work, and you can't touch it until the job is done and they release the money. Hmm. And so with Upwork, you know, the person who hired you, put the money in escrow, you're banging away on the computer, getting everything done. And it's not just web development. There are secretarial jobs in there, data entry Hmm. jobs. There are research jobs. There are just about anything and everything.
0: And this is something you could still get involved in. Absolutely,
1: Upwork is still there. Um, Upwork is is an option, Fiverr is another option. Um, Guru is an option. Now, ever, I know you've
0: used Fiverr. Have you ever yeah. worked for through Fiverr?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No yeah. So I work through Fiverr as a consultant. Um, yeah. I have, you know, people hire me to. Uh, part of what I do is listen to music for film and television, right. and so. Vibers hired me, you know, the people have hired me to listen to music and to, you know, provide them with consultation. Where should you register? it? What is ASCAP? What is BMI? What okay. is CSAC? How does that work? And so, and I sit with them for half an hour and I do that. But, um, yeah, man, it's 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 really uh, a great network to be able to work from home and work through those different networks. And so, you have two options here, though, right? So, one way to use it
0: mm-hmm.
1: is to be the freelancer. right. And then the other is to be a freelance agent, meaning that if you're really good at bringing in clients, and your clients on the outside say, okay, I have a, let's call it a $300 budget. Mm -hmm. I need this done. You can go to freelance networks like Upwork and Fiverr and others. And Fiverr got its name because what they used to do was everything for $5.
0: Right right, right yeah. and they've
1: they changed that you can still get things done for five dollars well
0: well yeah but, uh, well thank god thank, thank hey buy low sell high yeah what are you talking you know, about right <laughs> no i mean if i was working freelancing through fiverr yeah at the time when everything was five bucks i'd right. probably not be thrilled right about doing the work kind of work that i'd you know be doing yeah just to get that five Depends bucks on what it so is so in, in yeah. one way yeah it's is it is it bulk work It's kind of like bulk work, you know. You're just getting a lot of stuff, but yeah, it does. I'm sure it does pay the bill. Think of it this way: let's say that everything that you were just talking about, mm-hmm.
1: and you wanted to write a book on how to start a business, and someone was willing to pay you $5 for that book. Yeah. It's a digital PDF that you've yeah. created. You yeah. keep it updated from time to time. And they say, here's the $5. They put it in escrow. You deliver the digital ebook, And then they go, great, the book's awesome. And they give you great feedback, and the $5 is released, yeah. of which you probably get four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, But at the end of the it's, day, it's, it's, it's a nice. side hustle. Right. You're not gonna save your mortgage with it, but you you know, you're gonna
0: Well I, I like the you know, I don't mind the the amount, but I do like the concept of sell low but sell many. You know, with yeah. Fiverr, it's like I'm working on a one-to-one basis. So, me making five bucks from you, it just, it's a time, it seems right. to be like a big time killer. Yes. So, if I got to make work five bucks for you, then what mm-hmm. do I got to do? I got to work five bucks for him and five bucks for him. So, it's a lot of nickels right. I'm trying to collect. And, again, it just, uh-huh. um, I would have never, th- you're just bringing this that, oh, yeah, I could actually work for Fiverr. Um, I would have used Fiverr mm-hmm. had I, you know, just, said screw it I'll do it myself mm-hmm. um, but yeah um, so so let me share something with you about yeah. that okay Go ahead.
1: so one of the tricks to marketing and it happens to us all the time if you ever want to get someone to do something big you first have to get them to do something small absolutely so when you meet someone for the first time they give you their they tell you their name they don't give you their phone number they tell you their name Mm -hmm. then the more you talk a little bit you seem like you might be cool let's make sure we connect on Facebook or let's follow each other on Instagram Mm -hmm. then you get the phone number then you get married Then you have kids then you get divorced so what happens is (laughs) right but no seriously though it all starts small so if you're really good at using Fiverr and these other networks for five bucks as a consultant you prove that you have the expertise here's the book that I said you could have by the way if you'd ever like to spend an hour going into real granular detail on how to launch your business, the steps you need to take, how your town looks at LLCs versus fictitious names mm-hmm. and where you should get your tax ID and your SS4 forms, and, blah, and you really want to get granular, you can start by first doing that for 5 bucks with uh, a book and then gradually get into your $100 courses.
0: I'll play devil's advocate and say that the other part of that, the the kind of the... The flip side of that that idea is that once you've done something for five bucks for someone, it's kind of hard to get them to spend. It, it's it can for some people, it can be very difficult to get them to spend more. No, because, no, actually, because once you're in no. that five dollar club, that that it, I'm not saying with everybody, but yeah. I'm saying you you do run the risk with some clients that they will always be. This is my five dollar guy. Right. He's only going to ever give me five dollars. So if do I give something.
1: you, so okay, so take for example, um, and I I don't I just don't agree with that at all. Okay. So okay, so let's say that you buy a ninety nine cent download when iTunes was really popular. Right. Does that mean you wouldn't buy a hundred dollar ticket to go see that artist perform?
0: <sighs> you know, I, I have, but I probably George might be the one. George, you there? George, hello? Hello? Uh, you had him on mute. I don't think I had you on mute. Are you there?
1: You said uh, you were going to mute him because he was making no, all well, that noise. No, well, I turned him there. down. I turned because he was
0: screwing around. Yeah, he
1: had the hamster on the... Okay,
0: George. <laughs> well, I I'm not but sure. But you know I'm what I mean? So
1: 99 cents to, is, yeah. is where you start. Whenever you get that little pod or sample in the mail that you drop in your wash and it cleans your wash, right? you're like, wait a minute. That did a great job. So then, what do you do? You go back and you go get the whole big bucket. So everything starts small. When you're yeah. in the mall. You, you you samples you get at Sam's Club. The samples you get for food in the mall at the you know. I I right? and so, I
0: and I absolutely. I've had clients. I've had huge, long, incredibly long-running clients that started with a. They came into my door, spent 20 bucks, and then, okay. you know. And, and of course, right. the, the level of work is, you know, changes. And, and of course, yes, there are times when that works out so so beautifully that you walked in. Right. And you do something very simple and easy for somebody. Mm-hmm. And then they go, what else you got? You know, right. what else can you do for me? Unfortunately, there are... Well, we don't want them anyway. Like, what do we care? If you don't have more than $5, I
1: don't want to talk to you anyway.
0: Right, absolutely. I mean, in all
1: honesty, I gave you a book, and that's it, right? So here's the other side to it. You know, the the misconception in business that most people don't understand about the hustle of business is that, and I heard a friend of mine say this a long time ago, you're going to work, 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 get a check, right? And then eventually you're going to work, 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 get a check. Then you're going to work, work, get a check. Get a check, get a check, get a check. Then work, work, work. Get a check, get a check, get a check. People don't understand that, so they just sort of they quit. They don't understand that people have to trust you. Now, if you have this incredibly large budget and you can go out and spend tons of money pushing your brand, getting people to trust you, mm-hmm. um, and there's lots of great feedback. And by the way, through Fiverr and through the others, now they used to do five dollars. So now people pay forty and fifty and sixty dollars uh, for you to come out and you know, train them or teach them or
0: educate them. So okay. uh, it's
1: changed a lot. But,
0: you yeah. know, I, I used to, one, one thing that's been a constant, you know, running a small business is I've, I've divided my time in threes. And it's one third of my time find, trying to find work, one third of my time doing the work, right. and the other third of my time trying to get paid for the work.
1: Right. So, so there's a couple yeah. tricks to that. So yeah. number one, uh, you do have to divide and conquer, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there's only a certain amount of hours in the day. So you have to have a small marketing team. That's yeah. where you go to somewhere like Upwork or Fiverr, and you get those guys to, to handle your marketing mm-hmm. for you, to keep that, that machine working for you and keep it flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite ways to build clients is through uh, Square. So Square has a payment gateway where if I send you an invoice, there are a couple of things that we'll do. It'll send you an invoice the first time. Mm-hmm. It'll send you a recurring invoice automatically. Mm-hmm. And, when I, and it'll send you an email that you have this new invoice. It'll send you a reminder, but if you don't pay me within three days, I go in and I cancel the invoice, and you get that alert too. Mm. I also can provide a discount that if you don't pay within 24 hours, I can pull that discount back. So there's so that's how you shore up your 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 billing side because you're right without the money coming in you can't yeah. can't survive
0: it, it definitely is a, a yeah. definitely a survival survive and thrive learning yeah. how to learning how to get paid for your work and yeah
1: but that's talking trying to talk the five dollar person into spending five hundred dollars they don't mm-hmm. have it so mm-hmm. I steer clear
0: yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna ask George are you still out there George yeah his, your mic is gone or something <laughs> I don't know. All right, move your lips. We'll
1: know what you're saying. Yeah, do you know sign language? Because maybe you
0: can just sign. He's getting ready to show you some sign language in a second. Looks like yeah, your mic was muted. (laughs) I didn't do it. Yeah, so George, we'd love to hear from you if. Okay. Also, notice Jade has been. uh, She's been following along in the, (coughs) uh, in the chat and. And looks like we have a Glenn Victor joining us. Glenn, I gotta get you on the show one time. You gotta get your butt in here, or at least uh, get come in through Zoom. If uh, don't let George's, uh, you know, computer issues, uh, you know, deflecting you from doing that. So Jade had asked, uh, can you include the link to the startup cost worksheet into the Comments, absolutely. I'll for five dollars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> J. J, J D owe me five bucks. Yeah, on that one. for five. And, uh, you so. cash up that five.
1: And, we'll take. Good and care. George,
0: if you can't fix, if you can't, oh, looks like George just jumped out. So yeah. that's. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, hey, uh, it's been a, it's been a great show anyway. Yeah. So.
1: So, but that's the bottom line. So you've got all these opportunities to generate money and thrive and to be able to thrive you have to get dug in so things that i'm talking about let's say that you're not you 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 have a passion for them but you don't know that know it inside and out then what you really want to get uh, in touch with is YouTube yeah <laughs> YouTube University will teach you everything you need to know absolutely. so I would say set Netflix aside for a little bit set <laughs> Hulu aside and then, so honestly like yeah. if you literally went through the entire uh, quarantine and you spent no time getting educated no time reading books and there's 30 million people out of work and you, it's like you wasted a lot of time you really uh, did absolutely yeah, absolutely you know
0: sure. this is probably something I need to do is uh is look at take a take a look at. I don't think I've ever actually looked at Fiverr. I've treated it like, it, you know, the I, I've been a bit negative about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I making a logo for somebody for five bucks, you know? And uh, and I want to take another look at that because again, uh, I I wouldn't hire out to do a, a logo for myself, but I would consider somebody who might be a little bit better at, you know, social media or marketing or, or you know, website, opta any number of things. But, but logos
1: I'm and things like that are not your core business. Okay. Your core business is film. You're an incredible, you know, cinematographer. You're an incredible editor. Oh, stop. And so you can't Whoa, be. You can't more more be amazing. And more. Stop <laughs> more. Right, So stop. you can't be amazing at everything. So right. if you're if you're trying to be amazing at everything, it's going to show. So then, and meanwhile, while you're sitting there trying to put the logo together with maybe a piece of clip art here and there, uh, at the end of the day, it's going to show. And that's going to hurt.
0: I never use clip art. Oh, okay, no. so, but it's going to show though, you know what I'm
1: saying, Dean, like you have to be able to hand off yeah. those those tasks to other people.
0: Well, a big part of it is it's, it's when you run a small business, either you wind up with a lot of labor costs, which means you've got employees yeah. running around, bumping into each other, and mm-hmm. of course, some catastrophic thing happens, you know, the stock market drops, the pandemic hits, the you know um terrorist attacks all these things really affect businesses across the board that's a great thing and uh you know so it would you know and and i've really kept a business on freelance you know yeah um the freelance world so i would probably i I think i want to take another look at that and uh a multi-billion
1: dollar industry and i don't have anyone to fire when it's over in fact when you're done it's done yeah
0: that that's that's been the reason why i've done freelance i've i've just i've i've tried to keep a freelance business i keep a lot of really smart really talented guys around me and uh and that's part of you know how that's that's another part in another week how i talk about how i've kept business how i've kept clients Mm -hmm. how i've you know how i've progressed over the years uh outside of the traditional marketing approach um so but that's that's down the road hey george are you back yeah your mic's still your george your doesn't want to come out and play today george george it's all good no computer issues george i don't know that is uh so we have a john english uh joining us and uh, uh Jade Rare, Dean Baker just shot you an email. Update, wonderful. So we've got people joining us, and uh, um, if you're just joining us, um, go back and watch the whole episode. It was was (laughs) kind of fun. It was a hoot. Um, And uh, and definitely follow, like, share, let people know. If you're watching us on YouTube, which not too many of you are, I don't think at the moment, our YouTube channel is, is in dire need of some assistance in that regard so um but yeah definitely um you want to follow up because we're going to have other things what do you want to talk about next week
1: so maybe we should get a little more granular in terms of what it looks like to be one of those freelancers yeah how to prepare for it you know let's just get let's dig in so i mentioned uh, the you know fiverr upwork and I had so much business coming through Upwork at one point that I yeah. had to then outsource what I was being outsourced to do. I mean, wow. that's incredible, right? That's a lot of business. Um, and uh, so, so maybe it's a good idea to get into that yeah. and the feedback and how to actually put in a proposal, what to say to people, how to interact with them. Um, one of the tricks that I have is I never really give out my telephone number so that they mm. can't call me whenever they want. <laughs> and I do. I always have a conference call, so I'll put them into a conference bridge. Well, that's how they that's how they're able to reach me. So we'll talk more about that. And
0: and I am like the opposite of that. I have been answering my phone. I my clients always have my phone and when they have my phone, my phone's forwarded to my cell phone and they have always got they they mm-hmm. don't abuse it. Some some do abuse that privilege right. of having your phone number, but I've always made it a, a habit. I've really tried to make a habit of answering the phone when it rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what, here's what happens. When somebody finds your number and they find it on the web, and they find, well, on the web. You sure. know, they used to look it in the phone book, but uh, that, those right. things are gone. Yeah. But they find it on the web, and they might find a list, of, you know, a page of numbers. So they'll start at the top. Maybe they'll start at the top. They'll start <laughs> calling numbers. Right. And, you know what, I've done that. I've actually done that. that I means go to, they I, want to reach you really I, bad. No, I, I, go to, I go to my competition, and I look at all those ads, that page one Google, and every number. I would go right down first page in Google, my mm-hmm. competition, okay? And this is definitely something I want to talk more about. Okay. I would call almost, I, just for kicks, I would call all those numbers, mm-hmm. and i get a message. I'd get a recording. I'd get a voicemail i i'd get inserted into you know oh okay so you're not that big a company because you don't have a receptionist answering the phone or so i mean and and people would get to me because and tell me well you're the first person who answered his phone right and
1: there's some power to that i've done that in off hours weekends things like that yeah Um, but then there are moments when you're just busy and I you and know that, I understand yeah. that as well. Yeah, I definitely yeah. understand they can just that. leave you a message and there's nothing wrong with that. I've left people a message and
0: Unfortunately you know, yeah. people a lot of times, you know, if they're looking for you specifically, great. But right. if they're if they're just shopping around, if they're window shopping, which right. you know, that first phone call, yeah they, they want to talk to somebody. Yeah. They wanna talk to somebody and they'll move to the next guy. Yeah. Well he wasn't answering his phone. Let's go, right. guy, let's go to the next guy, let's go to the next guy, let's go to the next guy. Mm-hmm. And when but there's you know, only one Dean Baker, man. There's only one, but, <laughs> and I'll answer my phone. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Most of the time. I got you. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, it, it's. it's. Let's it's, take some
1: calls next week. Can yeah. we take some calls next we week? We want to get people to call in. and I uh, want some people to call in and, so we can uh, answer their questions. You know. And if they can do this, too, which would be great, if they could submit some questions prior, you know, coming yeah. going into next week, then we'll have some things that we can specifically talk about.
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, it's pretty much eight o'clock. Uh, obviously, what I'm going to do next week and the recurring weeks after that is, I'm going to bring different aspects of my little project, my Post Effects Company, uh, talk a little bit about what what I did before and what people are doing now, and this hopefully will spark some interesting ideas. I have. Um, three different interns right now they're all graduating at some point this year and they're going to be out into the workplace and well I'm not just doing this for the viewers I'm doing this for them you know letting them know this is if you you got to start working you you know once you get that diploma you know mom and dad are going to be like okay get a job it's time they do an incredible job back there The interns the yeah yeah yeah, Uh, I teach my interns they're technical directing a live webcast and i'm not sitting over their shoulder Mm -hmm. uh, making sure they're not messing up but uh they're doing a great job carlos and uh, brendan and sean uh you guys are all doing a wonderful job and i can't really thank you enough for the dedication it takes to kind of come in in -hmm. the evening and do it and we're not just doing one night. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, let's talk about tomorrow night. Mm. We have this guy. His name is Joe. Joe's yeah. an interesting character. He's he's a, a filmmaker, not by trade, but by passion. Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot. He he, he likes to talk about films and, and he's an old rocker from way back when, so mm. he's into the music scene, into the filmmaking scene, and We're doing a talk show with Joe and some, each week we're going to have a guest in there and we're we're expecting some really great things. Yeah, he does a great
1: job. I mean, Joe's been in this industry for a short period of time, but you can tell he knows everyone. He knows the business inside and out. Um, You know, I've been on the music side, so he's on that film side and it's, uh, he just does a great job bringing the whole film and independent film, really. Uh, to the next level and, and
0: it's so new we don't even have a name for the show it's just Joe
1: so okay so we're going to have to come up with a name for yeah. Joe's show because Joe Joe's show like last week we had a lot of viewers and he had a great guest on there yeah. uh, Jason I think it was yeah. who, who was talking about music he's also a full sales student and um, they, they did a yep. great job so yeah we're going to have to come so, up so
0: Tuesday night 7 o'clock here uh, Joe he's 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 coming back wednesday night we're doing a uh uh word on the streets which is um a local orlando community show um politics and uh you know social issues in uh the urban communities Mm -hmm. uh and uh yeah greg turner he's our host for that so Um, he's Wednesday night, seven o'clock and then Thursday night is Swan and see Swan live. Uh, that's over on YouTube, but we're also, uh, broadcasting that through Facebook as well, right here on PFX media, my little plug right there. So, um, yeah, so we've got, we're trying to do something a little different every night and, uh, and you definitely don't want to, you know, if you're not busy at seven o'clock, just tune in awesome so it's good uh, thanks a, dean had a blast it's been fun uh, jade uh sorry we couldn't get you get you talking here um i see you're uh chatting away so um and george you fix your microphone dude um, <laughs> carlos you can go to the graphic and uh we out see you next week